Goff's three minute. Your story. Because knowledge is. In the age of our phones listening to us, automated driving, Roombas sweeping our floors, and Netflix telling us what we'd like to watch with surprising accuracy, the singularity is more of a possibility than ever before. You may not have heard the term the singularity before, but you've definitely discussed it at some point with friends and coworkers. The singularity is the idea that one day, technology will outpace our ability to control it. Computers will become self-aware and pretty much do what they want. In many of these scenarios, humans are seen as the biggest threat to either the planet or each other and need to be destroyed or enslaved. Long before Arnold Schwarzenegger popped up in all his naked, muscled glory in a futuristic bubble in James Cameron's Terminator, or Whopper wanted to play global thermonuclear war, the singularity was being hypothesized about. John von Neumann, a Hungarian-American mathematician who worked on the Manhattan Project, first voiced concerns over a future singularity back in 1955. He openly discussed the idea that the accelerated pace of technology would lead to human affairs as we know it ceasing to exist. In 1993, scientist and science fiction writer Werner Ving wrote, Within 30 years, we will have the technological means to create superhuman intelligence. Shortly after that, the human era will be ended. A step in that direction is highlighted in 1997 when chess master Garry Kasparov was beaten in a game of chess by Deep Blue, a supercomputer programmed to think steps ahead in the game. Today, scientists hypothesize if events and technology continue on their current path, we could reach the singularity as soon as 2047. What if the machines have already enacted their plan of enslavement of the human population? or in many popular theories, control us so we don't destroy ourselves. And what if, what if they've already started to rise up against man? If the singularity indeed occurs and machines do indeed attempt to subjugate humanity, we can trace their coup to an event that occurred decades ago, often overlooked, the death or murder of Robert Williams. Williams was a blue-collar automotive worker employed at the Ford Motor Company Flat Rock Casting Plant, a giant car assembly plant located in Flat Rock, Michigan. As part of creating a more efficient system, pairing human and machine convenience, the plant used a five-story tall robotic arm designed and built by Litton Industries. This arm was used to retrieve heavy castings from storage shelves high above the floor. The end of the robot arm would utilize one-ton carts on rubber wheels that had mechanical arms to help load and unload the castings. On January 25, 1979, the computer was reading that they were out of inventory on a third level rack. Due to some computer errors lately, Williams was tasked with climbing up to the rack and looking to see if indeed they were out of the product. Some reports have even suggested that the robotic arm wasn't moving fast enough to keep up with demand, so they were manually moving items also. Either way, as Williams was examining the bay, one of the 2,000-pound transfer carts hit him from behind, killing him instantly. His body remained there for another 30 minutes before co-workers discovered him. Now, Williams' estate sued Litton Industries, and in 1984, they settled out of court for over $15 million, as long as they did not have to admit negligence. The court had found that there just wasn't enough safety checks in place 
for such an operation. Williams will go down in history as the first ever human to be killed by a robot. So, as our technology continues to expand and become self-aware, and the line between human control and machine intuition thins, perhaps Skynet isn't our biggest worry, and the singularity is not only inevitable, but has already begun. Class dismissed. This podcast, written, produced, and narrated by Isaac Goff in wild, wonderful Wart County, West Virginia. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle.